Obviously, Dave, I can imagine that. I can imagine a marathon runner stopping off at McDonald's, but I can't imagine a pigeon stopping <laughs> off at your house <laughs> and just staying there for a little while. And you go, you knowing, going, oh, it's just one of those pigeons. Yeah, come in. Have a, do you want a cup of tea? That's, you live, I don't know. Give him some corn. I thought we both came from a similar place in England, but I don't ever know. That comes from the far reaches of the earth. Hello and welcome to the videogamer.com <laughs> podcast how is everybody on the internet i hope you're well i hope your ears are delightful i'm joined by simon miller welcome chris bratt hello and dave the dave scammel that was a rather sudden opening there i wasn't expecting yep. that it was nobody expects the podcast yep. opening well, let's just throw these at us occasionally <laughs> i do we react to it i think in the in oh, cricket they call it a curveball nice it's a bit of sports nice. trolling yeah. um <laughs> yeah how is everyone this week then what have you been playing uh mount your friends quite a bit actually i've, Matt, I've excuse me. <laughs> But that's not a game he's been playing. That's where he doesn't go home. I've uh, downloaded it back at the flat and I've introduced my flatmates to the glory of Mount Mount Your Friends. Friends. Mount Your Friends is great. Um, We should probably point out that basically it's this game where a bunch of very kind of uh, cartoon-style oiled-up dudes. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining the oil. It's not actually visible in the game. They look pretty oily. Uh, They look pretty oily. Mm. I wouldn't say so. Well, me and Simon are agreed. Dave, would you go for oily? Just penis. Just penis, oh, yeah. Just penis. Obviously, thanks, thanks for that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Always a valuable addition to discussions. Um, we have, yeah, basically, they're, they're in these, these dudes in banana hammocks, speedos, sort of like, with these quite visible, quite visible schlongs waving around. And it's like Quop or something, yeah. in the fact yeah, that yeah, you have similar. to press the four controller buttons on the Xbox pad to move their limbs. Yeah. And swing them around to climb up other dudes to get higher into no, the first sky. First you have to climb a, a goat. A goat. I, I, figured out the, I figured out the goat. Did, everyone figure Did out you the read goat? it from the YouTube comments? No. Well, Ma- what do you mean you figured it out? What's the deal? Well, it's yeah. a mounting goat. Okay. That, yeah. Oh, mounting. Yeah, I, 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 Is that actually on our YouTube? I did, honestly yeah. just was that genuinely was driving my Kyla there and it just went ping and went off in my head and I was like, oh, it's a mounting in. goat. Yep. People seem to really like that though. We made a video on YouTube um, of us kind of going head to head. And it's on thevideogamer.com as well. Uh, check it out, actually. It's, it's one of my favourite videos we've done. It's it just so stupid. Quite a lot of fun. And it's quite a short video, but it shows you what the game's about. It's actually loads of fun, though. Mm. Um, it's a really good party game. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of the best couch co-op games I'm playing at the moment. Like that. I, Easily. and the fact Which that, other couch co-op games are you playing? Well, it's used, well not co-op, maybe couch multiplayer. Like, I, back at the flat, my, my uh, flatmates don't play a lot of games, so it's usually like a FIFA kind of uh, right. couple of games at night. But I've I managed to sway them away from that and get them to some Mount Your Friends competition. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And yeah, it's just, it, it costs so little. It's 80 Microsoft Oh, it's a natural. Like, I'm worried though, because the thing is, um, weirdly, there's actually a lot of really fun little throwaway party games on Xbox Live arcades. Chomp, indie games. Chomp, I think, is another Chomp, good one. Um, another one I think is called Hidden in Plain Sight. Uh, is that an Which indie game? Which I think, unless I've got the name wrong, right, okay. I don't know how that works exactly, but my friend uh, Mr. Joe Scrabbles used to bang on about that all the time. Um, but it's a shame because this, this whole system of having games that are literally like a quid or mm. 50p... I don't know what's going to happen to that because it's, obviously is that with the change in the guard or is that with the going away from Microsoft? Uh, it's the ch- more the change in the way the system's yeah, working. Right. I, I, the I, fact that they're abolishing a live arcade. Yeah, the indie game marketplace was, games was like it was running a similar way to the iOS store. Really, it was just so open. Mm. The only um, kind of uh, like validation you needed to get to get your game on there was from other people who make games and it was pretty much as long as it's not entirely offensive it can be yeah. a little bit offensive because yeah. trust me some of there those was games, some horrible stuff on there and it doesn't crash your xbox you can pretty much get your game on there it mm. won't necessarily get much of an audience but it felt like that whole away. whole xbox live arcade indie game thing was just a way a token gesture in the first place 
a token gesture to show that, that Microsoft cared about the indie scene. And it feels like with all the other stuff they've done lately. Yeah. It, well, also the fact that it was a token gesture, which then they were rubbish at dealing with. And it, they never promoted anything and they let oh, loads of good stuff die. Absolutely. And it feels like now it was just one of those things where they start. They just got to the point of looking at it and going, I don't know what to do with this. They, they'd stop, they stopped caring, I think, a couple of years ago now. But originally it was, it was a really nice gesture because they released this kind of game studio package that you can use. Yeah, it was all XNA and all that, wasn't yeah. it? They did, they did, well, they, it, that isn't supported. Well, they killed anymore. XNA. Well, I know, but they made a big deal of it at the time. I just think maybe it didn't generate such a big profit as yeah, they were hoping didn't. and it didn't take off. I That's the thing, isn't it? It didn't give them any rewards, so they thought, well, what's the point? Yeah. Why, yeah. You know? But that, I think it's a shame because, especially with XNA, that was pretty scandalous. I remember talking to an indie developer um, actually quite a prominent indie developer about six months ago and actually it's pretty close to a year and him saying yeah so I actually said to Microsoft like you know I'm making this game and I'm making it an XNA that's cool and they were like yeah 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 and they didn't tell him it was literally like four months later they just basically went oh actually yeah XNA is dead so you basically, still, if you've you learned to use, use it, it. Just, they're not going to update it anymore. Yeah, yeah, so it's basically, it means like it's a waste of time learning to... And it was a shame because I almost actually learned to try and code in XNA because I liked the idea of making a game and I liked the idea of the indie game marketplace. I thought, um, when I was at OXM, I was trying to pitch this feature idea and in the end I didn't yeah. do it just because it would have taken so long yeah. of actually making a yeah, game. Um, but I'm glad I didn't because I would have learned to use... X system which a dead system. It, yeah. it was such, so cool though because you could make, uh, you know, your, your tiny little indie game could go on to, you know, a possible market of one of the biggest consoles ever. You you had you could get your little game onto, you know, one of the two big consoles. And it was just, it was such a cool idea. It never really, like you say, it never really generated a lot of profit. Even the games that did really well, yeah. which, like the Minecraft clones, are so insubstantial <laughs> compared so to the arcade. Do you remember that old but, PS1? Uh, what was the little white PS1 that Sony released that allowed people to make their own games at home oh god for yeah. some reason I think of not I Yahtzee but it was something like that you, Yahtzee's a weird game with dice yeah no it's not that <laughs> ding yeah. one point but yeah. Simon <laughs> it's weird like, the platform holders have been experimenting with this for a long time and they've all done their own different approaches but now I, I don't well know. it feels like the, the approach that Microsoft are taking are, is um, Project Spark I mean actually mm. feels like they're doing what Sony yeah, tries to do with the little, little big planet, planet. Yeah, being true. like alright well let's not give people coding stuff because they're never going to get their teeth into that but let's try and create a framework where people can make stuff mm. um, but I guess it's just moderation and all that stuff anyway Matt Your Friends is awesome I think they've put it on Steam Greenlight actually yeah um, yeah, that's right which I hope how much I don't know much about Steam apart from the basics how much could that wind up costing on Steam I, I, oh it would be like the same price yeah, like two, I would be yeah, like a quid okay, or something okay. occasionally yeah. the prices on Steam are a little higher than a the original price, but I mean, I guess that takes into account the yeah. extra work that's gone into it. But it's the sort of thing that'll probably be about three quid. That's all right. Um, yeah, and it'll, a few pounds. at the probably. moment, though, it's like 80p, like, yeah, or 70. It's the sort of thing where if you have got an Xbox and you can take it in terms of one pad, so if you've still got an Xbox knocking around, it's well worth buying just because it will cost you less than a pound and it's actually less than your lunch, fun. Mm-hmm. Less, than, less than anyone's lunch, frankly. I mean, if you spend yeah. less than a pound on your lunch, you're like not eating fudge very well. Bar. Fudge bar still 10p, I assume. Oh, come on, mate. Ten p for you like, like one of those politicians Fredo. that doesn't know the price of milk well, it's anymore. Because I have like my grandma give me fifty p a week and telling me not to spend it all in one place. Because <laughs> I don't buy chocolate. I haven't bought chocolate in about six years. Oh, oh, I'm proud of yeah. you. 
so, so disappointed. The last time I bought Dave, a fudge, it was Dave's 10p. shaking his head. He's not impressed by that. No. I'm sorry. Can't believe it. I remember when Freddo's as well. Freddo's, Taz, Taz's, Taz yeah, bars. Yeah, oh, can we just reminisce yeah, for this? <laughs> just about yeah. chocolate days gone by. Oh. Curly whirlies. Oh, curly whirlies. Anyway, reminiscing period is over. Please remove your rose tinted glasses. Dave, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing Assassin's Creed 3. That's all he's got to say about that. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. No. It was a silence. If you're, if you're a long-term Disbelief. listener, you'll probably be aware that back when Assassin's Creed 3 came out, and just before it came out, I hated that game. I really The idea of playing Assassin's Creed 3... Why? Because uh, it just seemed so boring. And I played it for three hours at preview stage, and I, just, I really didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I went from unfathomable hype... Yeah. To yeah. unfathomable disinterest, a lot of people, almost did. immediately. Yeah. As soon as it came out, whereas I appear to have gone the opposite way around. I'm not massively into it even now, but it's yeah. a lot. I'm enjoying it more than I expected that I was. And I just thought four's coming out. I should probably keep up with what's going on in the series because, like, for a very long time, it it was almost like stagnant for a bit. It felt like Assassin's Creed Two. They just dragged out a trilogy for the sake of yeah. churning out a yearly release. And I guess with three. They try to do something a little bit different. It's I, a lot I, more like Red Dead. Yeah, I'm really the excited about for three. Was was awesome. I remember like when the trailers first started coming up for that. A lot of people were very very excited. Yeah, it's like it's gonna be like Red Dead, but yeah. with oh, it's gonna be oh, good. And Probably just it's buggy as hell though. I don't know how they can. Put, really? Yeah, I don't know how you can put a game out like that that is is in the state that it's in. Because they had to. That's why. Of course, they got to obey their course, new yeah. yearly model of death. Absolutely. <laughs> I like the idea of that being a board <laughs> in Ubisoft's headquarters. We must obey the model of death. Hang on a minute, guys. Should we call it the model of death? How about the model of life? I, just yeah, think, it I feel like... there's a weird kind of uh, feeling around this name. Anyone want to no. suggest something else? It, the only way we can succeed as a company is by following the model of franchise death. <laughs> the model of death. It, oh, it never works. Anyway, keep It doesn't work. Well. No, but yeah, I've just got up to the bit where you, you find, well, you don't find, but you, you get your ship. Spoilers. Uh, that's fine. That's it's fine. Like, that's... That, a lot of people say that that's the best bit in the game, and so far it is. But it's yeah. weird because I didn't expect something like that to be as enjoyable as. Well, as I'm actually really glad that when it was almost like Assassin's Creed 4 when it came out, it removed any requirement for me to ever play Assassin's Creed 3 because the only bit I wanted from that was the idea of doing the naval stuff. Yeah. And now I'm looking forward to and it. And now it's like, this game's just boats. I'm yeah. like, fucking yeah. Is it just boats? Four. No, well, oh, I was say. sort of. Basically, I'm, I am actually really excited by 4, but in a different way, because in 3, it was all this sort of grandeur, and they clearly thrown a lot of money into it, and they were all mm. like story and stuff, and scope and scale. Mm. Whereas with this one, I get the impression that Assassin's Creed 4 is going to be like, uh, slightly ropey around the edges visually and stuff. It won't be as like as good as... It won't blow people away, yeah. and I think that it won't like have this amazing story. And I think like there'll be lots of things about it that won't be like spectacular. But I've just got a feeling it's going to be like Assassin's Creed Two in the fact that you're just going to play it, and it's just going to be really fun. I, but I, it I, does I, seem like that like a lot of the inspiration has just come from the the reaction to the boats in, in Assassin's Creed Three. People, well, I get I, I get the idea I, that the boats in Three were kind of a, an experiment yeah. just to make sure the tech was like, working. Guys, guys and, people and, really like boats. Yeah, well, but no, I think it's not just I think. It's the element that they've they've taken as well as I got the impression that three was very controlled, especially for the first like four hours oh, of just God. doing tutorials and Jesus. stuff. So I, I, two, what I liked about two was the fact that you did have this sense of freedom and it did close off areas, but it apparently in this it's gonna be like right from the start, you can just be like getting your boat going you on. I just don't know what the series is anymore. I what don't does care. Assassin's Creed mean now? It seems like, like I don't know what that is. I know series what you mean. Is. 
I know that's the mean. problem with doing this yearly thing because they had this convoluted story anyway with you know Gary know, Neville lookalike. Yeah, but Call of Duty. I know what <laughs> Call of Duty Neville. is going to be. I know what Call of Duty is. I know what it's going to be this Do year. I'm not 100 sure what Ghost is in terms I, of where it fits in or anything yeah. like that. But it's going to be a very familiar yeah, first-person yeah, yeah. shooter. Or Assassin's Creed Three, totally different to Assassin's Creed One. Assassin's Creed. 2. I know, but this is why, and I got the impression, and this this might have just been what they wanted. It might have been properly planned, but I got the impression when they unveiled um, Assassin's Creed 4 that basically they were kind of nodding and winking and going, guys, we all kind of know that Assassin's Creed 2 and the games that followed that were the best ones. Mm. And I'm basically really holding out for Assassin's Creed 2 Pirate Edition. Yeah. I just want that. Yeah. I don't want this scope and scale, and I just want that that lovely progression of gradually going around unlocking things and making your villa, yeah, yeah, or in this your boat, yeah. a bit nicer. But it's... Oh, it's gone. No, on you. No, no, I was, I was going to move it on a little bit. So. Okay, well, just quickly, I think in terms of where... It, it, they're now trying to do what we all thought they were going to do originally. Well, at least what I thought they were going to do with Assassin's Creed was Assassin's Creed, the first game, is you're an assassin in you know, whatever period you want to call that, and you go and do some stuff. And Assassin's Creed 2 would be, I don't know, in the Civil War, and Assassin's Creed 3 would be as a pirate, and Assassin's Creed 4 would be in World War 2. That's what I always thought the series was gearing up to be, and each one would have its own self-contained stories. I didn't realise there'd be this overarching bonkers... Apparently they added that in. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Apparently there was originally, the first. this is rumours I've heard many times, that the original Assassin's Creed was just going to be a historical game. So and then so somebody better. in marketing went, no, we can't do that. Like The idea of having a yeah. game which was just set in Middle East and Jerusalem... Apparently they were like, no, people won't buy it. So it has to be sci-fi because at that point it was still like Halo and stuff were big. Yeah. So they said it has to be sci-fi, and so they invented all this sci-fi oh, stuff just no. because so they could the take a box. North. Um, but that's what I think. Yeah. That's what that's what it feels like it is now. To me, it feels like they are now just having assassin yeah. adventures in different periods oh, of time. Come on, they, I think that's awesome though. I think that's, yeah. that's what it should be. I'm much more interested in that than it was before. That's what I mean. It, it feels like um, with three, they were trying to sell you, sell you a story and an experience. And a journey. Yeah. Whereas with four, it just looks like they're trying to sell me a bit of fire. Yeah, they're making a game about a pirate assassin. They, I think they've they've got it. Kind of the only thing that annoys me about it is the week they keep going. If you just want a swashbuckling violent pirate, then you know it's not going to be like that because uh, this is. I'm just like, yeah, what? mate. Sorry? To be honest, mate, that's all I fucking want. All right, <laughs> just give me some fucking pirates. Oh, it's like they're, they're trying to go. Oh, it's not just that. Mm. We're trying to do something different here. It's like why? Yeah. It's like we've got to the point with zombie games now where it's like, okay, we've had so many zombie games that yeah, please do something a bit different with it because I'm bored to fucking mm-hmm. tears. But we haven't had loads of pirate games. Yeah, and it's so and pirates are so cool. It's such a good genre, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Scam, what were you going to say? Where no, are you I, I, the, the, thing, the thing I find weird, perhaps, most about Assassin's Creed 4, though, is that it's always going to be in the shadows of Watch Dogs. I don't understand why they've done that. Like, yeah. Watch Dogs is three weeks later. It seems to be getting the majority of the marketing and the promotion, up until now at least. And, and I just don't understand why Ubisoft are launching those two games as close to one another as they as they are. Well, oh, that might change, I guess, but I, I don't bet, know. I bet you because we're going to get to a, the twentieth. You know what? You know what though? The Assassin's Creed market is a really funny one, and I've never quite understood it. But it, it, it I, I don't know if it's still the case, but it seems like the people who like that are all the same sort of people who literally like will just buy Call of Duty every year or just buy FIFA. Mm. They have managed to snatch that market if people don't really play games. And I think Watch Dogs will be like one that lots of people get um, because of the hype and because it's new and interesting. But I think. Because they did this, I, I remember when both. I remember when three came out. It didn't perform maybe as well as they were hoping, but it still performed pretty damn well. I think it performed. I think it was the best selling well, one. Oh, yeah, well, so far. discount what I've just <laughs> said. But, um, <laughs> but no, but that's but amazing. Because I remember when it was coming out. It's like, why are you bringing it out now? There's so many games yeah, coming it out. Really it was a really terms. horrible time to bring it out, and I thought it was going to flop. But 
Whoever these people are. Oh, no, are, I, think, I think Assassin's Creed has found itself a slot. I think, I think but I late bet, October, early November is fine. I but. bet you, the re- not the reason why Watch Dogs exists, but I can definitely see a world where we get one year Watch Dogs, one year Assassin's Creed. Possibly. And they do it like that. Because yeah, yeah. that's the model everybody wants now. I mean, Call yeah. of Duty does it with studios. Mm. Uh, EA were going to do it with different franchises until Call of Duty completely... Uh, I wonder, what, Medal of Honor I wonder what that Activision are going to do with all their studios. Because they've... In a way, it's a nice way of doing it because instead of just completely closing all these studios, they've basically gone, well, what you're doing isn't profitable anymore, so we're just going to put you on a profitable projects. So they've been closing them down. Absolutely. Well, no. I'm amazed that, is it Beanox? Are there yes. people that made Deadpool, Spider-Man right? No, 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 no. High Moon. High Moon. High Moon. So Beanox was Beanox Beanox Spider-Man. I'm amazed, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but all those Spider-Man games have been so like, yeah, they're all right. You know, they're kind of running the mill, fun for... Six a, or seven out of ten. Yeah, fun for an afternoon. And in the past, studios like that under big companies have been you know, killed quite quickly. So it's nice that they're not doing that. Doesn't mean they're not going Well, this to is the, the thing. Future, keep, they are keeping them on. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are working on Skylanders now as well. They, yeah. they keep them working on projects, but it just feels like, I don't know, it feels like Call of Duty is going to start. But that's what I find amazing about Activision. I mean, it's literally, I mean, Destiny isn't, is not here yet, so let's discount that for the time being. It's just Skylanders and Call of Duty. Well, this is the thing. And I mean, World like, of Warcraft. And I, <laughs> Skylanders. Yeah, but that exists in its own bubble, doesn't it? I mean, Activision didn't build that up. Activision. Oh, okay. Well, that's Blizzard as well. Yeah. And actually, the, the relationship I mean. between Blizzard and Activision is very separate. They are two different companies yeah. vying for control over each other. Actually. Yeah, but it's, it's been weird. World of Warcraft changed the moment. Activision. No, it didn't. Or, it uh, didn't. I don't know. It, that, it's in your heads, honestly. I know. I actually know a vast amount about the relationship with those two companies. I can't really <laughs> talk about it any extent. But um, but they are very right, Chris, twenty press ups. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going to have to say, nope. If anything, you want to look at the company that owns them, Zenimax. So you know that's. Is it Zenimax? Really? No, it's Bethesda. No, it's, it's Bethesda. You mean Vivendi. It's Activision Blizzard Vivendi. Yeah. Yes, Blizzard Vivendi. Um, but it's yeah. Funny enough, it's complicated. Everything's really complicated. Oh, it's massive. But I mean, that, that's the thing. I find I find it amazing that. You know, Activision, they do have two behemoths, and Destiny will be massive, I'm sure. Um, it's still just not, Borderlands. But I still don't think it's going to be as big as some people think. But well, I still the other thing about Destiny is you're not going to have Beanox working on it, you know? Because if you turn around to Bungie and go, hey, can we get Beanox to make some maps? They're going to go, fuck you. No, <laughs> yeah. no, you can't. So I, I just wonder what they're going to do with those guys. Especially if, if you know, Skylanders is great, but it's... It's a kid's toy. And as we know from all kids' toys, kids' toys are fads because kids grow up fast. And you get to a point where you can have things that last for generations, like Star Wars, but you also have things that something new comes over and takes over. Pogs. Pogs, they were gone. The thing thing I find perhaps most sad about that stuff is that they they do have talented developers. Uh, Radical and Raven are both really good. It's just a shame that... They're dead now. Radical's dead. It's still alive, technically. It's like a skeleton crew essentially doing Call of Duty stuff, basically. But it's like... uh, Wait a minute, though. Were Radical that good? Yeah, Yeah, Radical were good. Prototype, I didn't really... Prototype wasn't... It lacked polish, but it was almost a shame that... What was good about Radical was they had great ideas. Their execution wasn't all that good. Yeah, and actually, the first prototype game was a game that was bustling with ideas. Um, yeah, that's true. Too many. And that was why it didn't really work. And, but for the record as well, just quickly, I, don't, I still don't want them to close down. You need the shit to be oh, I, I sound like I'm about fuck you, close. Obviously, I don't think that. So but then the mistake gone. they made with that was the prototype 2, that what they, Activision said to them is, oh, we'll do that again, yeah. but make it polished. Yeah. So they actually went against their own grain. And mm. instead of doing ideas, they did polish. And they did polish it, but what they ended up with was a really polished version that was exactly the same <laughs> yeah, as the first one. Character, and yeah. it was just because of that, it was like, mm. this is boring. There's, mm. There was no excitement in it. When actually, I would have preferred to see them being a studio just cranking out wacky new I'd prefer things to every see uh, Scarface 2 that they were doing at one point I mean it might, I don't know how well it would have sold I imagine if they could have chipped in on the GTA market a little bit more I think it would have done better than Prototype 2 did but, mm. uh, yeah. but no I guess like Raven 
they're a good team. Singularity was really good game. Another game it's just sent out to die. Raven made it's another just, game that was good. It was, was a good. solid 8 out of 10, that game. Oh, yeah, Raven loved did it. Uh, the X-Men Wolverine game, which for what it was, it was okay. No, I like the X-Men Wolverine game. It's really fun. Action it was actually yeah, quite a lot of fun there. Yeah, the combat I was good. It. Yeah, the boss fights were shit, but other than that, it was good. The singularity game. was awesome. It actually had that. a really good story. Yeah. In the ending, I thought it was brilliant. It was like really ho- you know, hokey stuff. Like, yeah. It was just like wonky. Did they do Wolfenstein as well? Raven. Yeah, they did. And you know what I like about Raven shooters? Um, it's this really hard thing to define, but they feel like 1990 shooters. I was just shooters. about to say, they feel like old school shooters. Yeah, they feel yeah. like, and even though they're 3D, you feel like you're playing like Duke Nukem again. You know? yeah, and actually, no, it was true. a shame that everyone was like, oh, Duke Nukem's coming back. It's like, you don't need that, guys. Play Singularity. Play Wolfenstein. Ridiculous guns that are fun to use. There's something about them, yeah. yeah you, you just, it feels like playing a game in the 1990s. Yeah. And it's just really it doesn't nostalgic. Feel dated. It doesn't feel no. dated. It just feels... It, and, it feels a bit shit. Like, you know, they're not, they weren't good. They weren't great. They're not they the sort of games... Good. They were good. I think they were good, but like, there were lots of things about Wolfenstein that was really poor. Wolfenstein was the weakest one, I think, that they did. Uh, definitely. But, um, I mean, and then Singularity, I remember at one point, there were these giant spider enemies that when they died, they're like, they just collapsed. It was like um, in um, Earth Defense Force 2017 or whatever. Like, they were just like these really dodgy models. You can kind of tell that... But I love that. It's something I've talked about so many times, but it's this idea of somebody going, we want to put giant spiders in this bit. And somebody going all right, well, how can we do it? And then they do it. And then they go, well, we can't have them in the game because it looked ridiculous when they die. And then they just go, well, can we a- animate them properly and all this stuff? And it's like, well, no, it's going to take too long. And so they just go, oh, that just sounds all right, really well, we'll just won't put them in. And so many games, I think, fall victim to that. If someone has an awesome idea and they go, well, if we can't do it perfectly, we won't do it. And like stuff like Dark Souls is, I bang on it all the time, but that's an awesome example of it being like, can we put it in? And someone going, oh, I don't know if we can do it perfectly. It's like, Fuck it, should we just do it anyway? Enemies like, in Dark Souls Day in ridiculous fashion. Yeah, it's just ragdoll physics. It's fair. But they want it to have ragdoll physics yeah. for various reasons. But then it also means there's loads of things it doesn't work. And I, I know that if it was a big Western studio that made it, they'd be like, guys, yeah. um, the enemies in Dark Souls, when they die, um, their legs get stuck to your crotch yeah, and they drag them yeah, around. Yeah, there's this weird thing when you walk over them, they kind of <laughs> they get stuck to you. you. Yeah. Is... And you'll end up like dragging enemies for like 15 feet yeah. and they'll just go, well, maybe we just have to make the enemies disappear. And that's what would happen. Yeah. They would go, we can't do that, it's ridiculous. Whereas Dark Souls just goes, oh, yeah, but it's cool. Like, it does cool stuff, so we leave it. Yeah, like, it's right. People I've always okay. found that enemies in ragdoll physics, they always lose their weight as soon as they're dead. I know. No, it's, it's, really, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's really odd. Like, dead space, you're just kicking around this dead dude. You have moments level, sometimes like, where you're, like, dragging around a giant and he's wobbling yeah. around behind you in Dark Souls. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This isn't real life. It's the sort of thing that would have been completely ironed out in QA if if it had had the, that level of Western QA. Mm. But it also would have been far less interesting because of it. So It would have lost its personality. Yeah, lost its detail. Um, what have you been playing this week, Simon? I've been playing Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Oh, you just fucking always <laughs> doing yeah. that, aren't you? Superstar Saga. Is it is Dream Team Mario a new one? Yeah. I get confused with all the names. Yeah, I Luigi really, goes really to good. sleep. I'm playing like this. It made me laugh out loud within, I'd say, 90 seconds of it starting. Amazing. Where it just completely went... I know, I mean, I know it's a Mario and Luigi game, but they are... Those have a really... The Superstar Saga games. They're hilarious. They're really funny. hilarious. It's the translation. They get such a good translation team to make sure it does it justice. But now I'm not saying Mario Luigi's ever been based in reality. But these games just throw the idea of reality out the window so much. Like, <laughs> And spoiler if you really want it to... You know, don't want anything ruined. But at one point they're, they're going away on this ship and they've forgotten Luigi. And Luigi, oh, and Luigi runs out of the castle and he jumps and he misses the, the ship and he falls. And he just breaststrokes through the air back onto the ship. Never explained. Yeah. Never explained. <laughs> just it. Sits down on the ship. It's absolutely bonkers. Um, I've only been playing it for about, I'd say, a couple of hours. So it's still, obviously, it's a big RPG. So it's still early days. Because I, 
the weakest one for me was I can't remember which bloody order they go in, but it was the one they released, the last one they released, which was because you had Bowser's Castle. I, th- I think yeah, that it's one, like the one where you it was less RPG, more platform. Well, it was kind of like a weird segue between the two, and it just didn't feel because the other ones feel really unique. Um, and this one feels like they've gone. You know what? Let's stick to the stick to the four. It feels a lot like Superstar Saga, which I think is the best one as well. I can't um, remember which one I played, but I think that they had really, really strong early and mid game. But I found the problem that with those is they had a. What they did is they got around the fact that it was quite a simple RPG. Yeah. Um, by making it so that all the special moves you have like button inputs and That's stuff. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can always do more damage. And it keeps introducing new types of special moves. We have to do different things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I found that that kept it really interesting, exciting f- for like the first half of the game. Yeah. But then it became like all the new stuff you got was like upgraded versions of the original so ones. The, yeah. And it, at that point, yeah, I found it fair. started to be like. And it relies on its dialogue a lot in those periods yeah. as well because it keeps you laughing, it keeps you entertained that way. Um, and again, I think Superstar Saga actually managed that that the best. I mean, I can't comment. I don't know how this one deals with that because I'm playing. Yeah. I'd say maximum two hours. But I can already tell you that it's suitably stupid enough, and yet take you know doesn't take itself seriously in the story, but definitely takes itself seriously in the mechanics to the point where you've got this kind of nice back and forth. It's a perfect mobile game, like on the go, because it's just so easy to play. And you know, it's it's very even the you know even the way it introduces the tutorial. Like you can skip the tutorial entirely if you've played the games before. But it, it, I did the tutorial just because I knew the dialogue would be so ridiculous, and it was. It's absolutely hilarious the way he tells you to do it. Um, but it's so fun. I mean, it's definitely more of the same, but it feels like they've genuinely sat back and gone, well, what what works so well with the last ones that we should definitely make sure that maybe we missed out on the last game here. And you know, it looks really nice. That's the other thing. I, the other one was DS, wasn't it? This is the first 3DS one. Yeah. I get confused because obviously I played the last one my DS. I think it so definitely like, is. I'm pretty 99% sure. Uh, and like, they've, they've obviously they've redone all the, all the character models and stuff. And obviously the 3D, it was a really good looking game. Like I was really, I genuinely sort of at one point just stopped and thought, am I kind of making this up? I like, no, it genuinely is a think, really, really well made game. I do think that um, the best console of this year is the 3DS. Oh, massively. By it's quite the, a margin. It could be the best one of the generation by the time I sit back. I, I love it. I love my 3DS like a son. Yeah, because I remember at first the 3DS was awful. I bought it and then like it just... Son. You just said that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I just... That's I just one well. I love my 3DS. At least you didn't say like my son. Like so I like son. have it like put it to yeah. bed. Well, no, but that was implied. That's true. I might have to Photoshop a picture of you holding a, a giant 3 Yes, like it's a baby. Fine. Possibly I'll like be the happy Star with Lion that. King, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the review will go up on Friday. Uh, so I've got a lot of game to do, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just play it. I think it's about 15 hours. Oh. So I'll just hammer it over today and tomorrow. But it's one of those games where I just. I can't get enough of it already. You know, it just doesn't take itself too seriously, which so many games do now. And you're so po face, and it's like, oh, for goodness sake. And uh, like I said, I only had a few battles, but it's kind of more of the same. You know, it's the stuff that if you played Paper Mario before in the past, you know, it carries over. And obviously, you've got the whole um, doubling up with Luigi, so all your attacks are mental. It's all time button pressings and stuff like that. I gave up with Sticker Star. In the end, I know Stick you like Star, it. I heard I did Sticker like Star was rubs. It wasn't rubbish, it just wasn't that's, a Paper Mario that's game. That's caught on. This, this, Dave, you started this. No, I've strength. been saying rubs for ages. Rubs been going for like a decade, now, yeah, man. And it's older than you. Because you're from the, the weird north. I know, but I, I, I came down. I started saying it ironically, and now I, it just slips into conversations. Even the racing people. You know, know nothing, Chris. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sticker Star was just they took away everything I know they're, dif- that I know they're good. different but they are different games but they're based in the same I remember Gaston telling ideas. me about Sticker Star um, for a long time I think we were walking around a city in America and he just spent a long 
same time explain to me how much he hated that game and then continue to play it though he was playing it all the time and that's the thing here's the thing the best one in my opinion is Thousand Year Door on the GameCube amazing which I still I I think is probably the second best game on the GameCube I never finished that I never finished any of them it's in my top five games ever I think Thousand Year Door I think it's an incredible game but the reason that was so good is is because unlike a Mario story where it's find the princess or whatever it had a proper storyline that had subplots and a main plot and characters that would come and go and who you get to learn now for whatever reason Sticker Star decided that wasn't the best way to do it and it broke it down more into Mario levels with RPG mechanics that weren't actually RPG mechanics they got rid of all those elements so it was like a mishmash of all the Mario games you played before it's like a jack of all trades master of none and the whole point of you know Paper Mario is supposed to be like the weird sort of offshoot of the main Mario games where anything is, uh, is, is allowed whereas it felt a lot more what's the word a lot more safe and a lot more what you'd expect from a Mario game they're trying to market to lots of people so it's almost like kind of this sort of weird special version of Mario that we all love and nobody else understood or got had gone away mm. and that was why it was still sad but it was still a very very addictive game it still had a lot of great qualities <laughs> like to I say, it it's sad I just imagine you kind of just having this little like <laughs> shed little tear <laughs> oh where'd you go Mario that's the son I gave away leave you <laughs> disowned by never the darkened my door again um, but that is what's so good about Dream Team is that this feels like they've gone no let's make sure we'll learn from Sticker Star we've learned from what we did on the DS one let's keep this as ingrained in the uh, sort of keep um, it weird yeah, but and also keep it ingrained in the in the mechanics that we built up since Superstar Saga on the is that the GBA Superstar Saga? I think it was, yeah, it was. That was one I played. Flipping order. So uh, yeah, I, I really like it. And at the moment, although early days, I have I have big hopes. This wow. could be this could be very good. And we're indeed. having the review on Friday, right? On Friday, yeah. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, Hakuna what a wonderful Matassa. phrase. What a wonderful phrase. What a wonderful console. Yeah. Other than that, I think I've been playing anything else. <laughs> That's fair enough. I've been playing uh, Gun Monkeys. I've been playing Gun Monkeys. Yeah, Gun Monkeys. Gun Monkeys is a really funny game, right? It's basically it's it's. It's a remake of a game called Gibbage, which is a game I used to play when I was a kid with my brother on the same keyboard. We used to both play on different sides of the keyboard. Oh, God. Um, really old school PC gaming. Uh, and it's weird because even though it is a remake of it, um, it feels now, and I think that's the way that games have evolved, it actually feels, at the time, it felt very fast-paced. Whereas now, when you watch it being played, it looks very slow. Yeah, it's um, because when you jump around, it's quite floaty. It does feel fast-paced when you're it, When you're it, playing though. it, it feels really fast-paced. But when you watch a video of it, and actually we have got a video of it um, up, you can watch, of me and... Uh, me and Brat playing, and Brat wins. He just more did a little fist bump usual. type thing there. I, think that means yeah, I don't he know what won. he was doing. Like, okay. I, I thought you were having a heart attack or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, smacked your heart a few times. <laughs> Get the old ticket going. <laughs> what was the, what was the meaning going. of that fist bump? Uh, chest I was bump. telling Dave that I'd won. Yeah, he did win, actually, yeah. I think. The little bastard. A, Only because we agreed so that yeah. Well. yeah, we we need to keep a fair balance on these head-to-head videos, <sighs> that's yeah. the thing. Well, I, I was absolutely owning you the day before when we played it yeah, at lunch. sure. No, but the, basically, the way it works is that you both have to jump around this little arena and they're randomly generated. You're playing monkeys, you have to collect energy cubes and take them back to your base. And you basically have these the scores of these two tickers that constantly go down. And whenever you collect cubes and take them back, your number goes up. And whenever you kill them then the other monkey, their number goes down. Yeah, and you need to get them to zero. And it's more like, actually, when you get killed, you're out of the game for like five seconds, and a lot can happen in five seconds. Yeah, I think we had one game where um, one of us won. You can win within 10 seconds. Yeah, just because if you get killed straight away and you're locked out for five seconds, that can be it. You can literally just, you kill them, get your cues back, bang, done. Five or six minutes. And it is this war of kind of, war of contrition, is that the right phrase? War of attrition. I don't know what that means. I'm just saying shit now. War of contrition. War of monkey bananas. Yeah, war of monkey bananas. That's more accurate. (laughs) That's something I can relate to. Um, But it's this thing of it can be like maybe a rugby match or something where it can just, no, not rugby. American football. Right, I'm getting there. Where you cricket. Never go into sports, man. Never go into sports. It's dangerous. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know you say that. Another example of me not knowing what I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, but yeah, you can have this thing where it's just this tussle, like a tug of war, or you can have stuff where you just flatten them uh, immediately. Amer- yeah, American football works because they're going back yeah, and back forth. And forth. Yeah, back, back, um, okay. But it's really, really good fun. And it's a shame because um, at the moment, the net code for it is a bit dodge. I saw, I, I don't think they've they released a some kind of patch yesterday to yes stop the disconnects but there are still some other problems they're working on it basically it's it's out now you can buy it you can play it but they have issues but they are working on them and actually we've when we put the video up on the code the coder guy because it's pretty very small team working yeah. on it he's like we're fixing that there's yeah. a patch for that tonight <laughs> yeah. so they are aware of the problems and they're fixing it and the only other problem with it really is it does have a very small community which means you do have to wait around for a couple of minutes to mm. get a match but it's nice because when you're in a match you can just keep keep hitting rematch yep. and play like quite a few in a row and it's really addictive. Um, it's funny because when you watch it, like I say, it does look quite slow. But when you're in it, it's amazing. And I love the bombs, the bomber man style yeah, bombs. Because yeah, if you put a bomb down, it goes horizontal across the entire arena. And, and vertical, yeah. yeah. So it's this thing of like, you drop a bomb and you I don't know what the cooldown is, but you can drop a bomb like every 10 seconds or something. Yeah. And... It, they're amazing because they're like instant kill if you hit someone and it. It, like the, you'll, the other guy will be running back to his bases to drop his cubes off and if you can line it up horizontally you can kill him from the other side of the arena without yeah. knowing before he gets back and, and that's the skill it's it. lovely and also the fact that there's two things I love about it because it's only a two player game when you kill someone with a bomb it goes because there's no hurry it can do this wonderful slow-mo moment where you see yeah. their monkey explode <laughs> into a shower of blood and also just the fact that you can't see the bombs very well when you drop the bombs. They're just mm. these tiny black cubes with a little aerial. You have to try and do it as subtly as yeah, possible. So basically there are some areas where if you drop a bomb in the sky or somewhere obvious, people will see it. Yep. But you can, there are actually even bits of scenery you can drop them behind. So if you get smart, you yep. can... So it's all about kind of putting it in at a point where they're not looking maybe or putting it somewhere careful. When we were playing, like when I dropped a bomb, I'd try and like carry on my movements. Like I hadn't dropped a bomb, like do something... Yeah, yeah. Because if you draw attention to yourself, if you just see well, me suddenly like jump Chris in the way, underhanded. then it, it's like that guy's just dropped a bump. But you have to train. Oh no, everything's fine. Yeah, You're not about yeah. to die. It's okay. And actually, the best way to do it is not to run away. It's almost to like yeah. drop your bomb and, and then just wait just it. before it yeah. blows up, jump out the way. Um, yeah, it's really twitchy. It's really skillful, but um, it's mainly it's just loads of fun. It's got loads of really old school weapon styles and loads of really old school power ups. Uh, it's just the sort of thing you can pick up and play immediately. And you can play co-op on the same system as well, which is a lot of fun. Also, it's all of the voice acting in it is done by the actor Kevin Eldon. And Kevin Eldon? He's the, that comedian who did loads of big train stuff. Why does he... Just well, because, why not? Just why not? Yeah. He's got an amazing voice. There we yeah. go. I love the fact on the sound the options, there's, well. a, there's a tick box which is just called the actor Kevin Eldon. Whether or not you want him in it. If you're born that way, you're going to be an actor, aren't you? The actor yeah. Kevin but he's Eldon. amazing because he says things like, one of the, uh, the power-ups basically makes it so the other monkey doesn't have arms for five seconds, which Brilliant. means they can't shoot, pick anything up or drop bombs and it, Kevin Owens goes oh no you don't have any arms <laughs> this are you going to do insane. anything it is it, insane and it's a, it's a lot of fun like I say there are caveats it's a bit ropey in some regards and it still needs stuff being fixed but if you love old school action games it's really really good fun kapow also, gun monkeys I've been playing more Dota 2 surprise yep. surprise but it's I will now. it today because it's real it just got real it slipped out of beta while I was playing did it really did it feel oh, entirely oh, different did it all crash and then I remembered where I was it's a shame now because I've got so good at it that I won't get match made with all of the noobs so I can't crush them oh, attempt well. to start a second Steam account just so, so I can be like <laughs> start again <laughs> um, how long has it been in beta now? It feels a like, year I think I think it might be more than that I feel probably like it's been yeah forever I think maybe since, it was a year ago since the dawn of time 
<laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I mean, I kind of feel like I've got to the point now when I'm talking about Dota, I feel like I'm giving it a speech at my as a best man at a wedding or something. That's right. I feel like I've got a son, you've got a It's wife. a lovely game uh, and I'm just so proud to be with with her really um i can't believe i met her it's wait you're the best man and you're you're proud to be with the wife oh <laughs> god really this wedding's gone terrible it's a wedding that <laughs> could go down in the anus south. of history it's gone south but you know i figure we've got some of my friends here so i might as well just <laughs> <laughs> everyone take a step left Their wedding's off Keep going. admittedly it's weird for some of the family here but uh, we can carry on <laughs> i mean maybe 600 hours that's a lot that's a lot of relations 600 oh. hours and actually i'm making a little video today explaining why dota 2 is awesome and why you might care about it but I mean mainly the fact that I've put 600,000 to it I'm a fully grown man I don't do that stuff anymore but you do with um, Dota your wife and also I mean this is a point I really touched on very lightly in the in the video and I'll mention again here is the fact that the only other games I've ever spent 600 hours playing are games that tease you with a sense of a tangible sense of um, like Progression. A progression, yeah. But most of them fake it. And actually most of them, the games I've put that much time into are RPGs and they fake their progression with gradual unlocks or in the case of like World of Warcraft, something new areas. And you get to a point when you hit that mark, about 600 hours, you kind of tend to realise it's all fake. Yeah. And all RPGs are fake. You, you, you're just crunching numbers. And mm-hmm. as soon as you pull away the curtain and see that and see what you're doing tend to find that the luster goes. Yeah. And I think that realisation that you can tease people along with carrots is something that has damaged games substantially, especially when looking in terms of like free-for-play, Facebook and all that stuff. It's been a real realisation after click, the first it. Modern Warfare game when people went, oh my God, if we do this prestige stuff, people, we can keep people going forever yeah. doing the same thing. And it's a false... It's a false profit. Like with Dota 2, I think you, you may have unlocked some character skins. I don't know if some of those... Yeah, you unlock some... But you've got every single character from the start. Yes, yes. I mean, this is the thing is you do unlock stuff, but it's aesthetic yeah. and it's pointless and it's trinkets and it's not why you play. And actually, a lot of people I know don't even look at any of that stuff. They're like, oh, you've got a new hat. They're just like, I don't care. Um, I think that's what I love about it is it's something that's so pure. You know, people don't go out and play football so they can rank up to the next football level and so they can prestige. Or, you know, they play football because... It's just a consistently pure and simple sport. And that's why I think it's something that is going to be around for years. Because it's like, I've never played something this long without there being a sense of progression. The only sense of progression is I gradually notice that I'm getting better at it. And that, on its own, is the reward. And that's... The fact that that can can be enough. And I think Dota 2 is one of the examples of, like, just the best way to handle free-to-play. Obviously, it's got this ridiculous audience. I, I was trying to download it this morning, actually, and there was almost 300,000 people playing, like, right now. Yep. And you have to have that size of audience to be able to get away with their kind of, we only sell aesthetic stuff. But they make so much money, because people love a character that much, they'll spend a tenner on a hat. But ima- imagine imagine other other companies trying yeah. to do do this. You know they just... Oh, they can't. You'd have, like, three characters to start with, and then you'd, it'd be pay to unlock. They would take the piss. The number one rule... Well, that's the thing. The number one rule of having a free-to-play game that gets it right is one that most publishers don't like because the rule is really simple. Your game has to be fucking awesome. And if if it's (laughs) competitive, it's got to be fair. You can't hide things away for people that have paid more. That's it. You'll turn people off immediately. You have to have a game that is absolutely awesome and perfectly balanced. And you, you cannot... And the problem is most people don't have the ability to do it. Most game studios don't make games that are just straight up good enough yeah. to, to do free-for-play. Or they yeah. can guarantee an audience big enough to get that get enough money in. Like you have to have that... You have to be someone like Valve who yeah. can bring in 
300,000 people what is fascinating, on a I, Wednesday morning. I've heard that the only reason, I've heard rumours from um, industry people, that the only reason that Valve even created Dota 2 as a sequel was because they knew the Dota community still playing this game on a ropey Warcraft 3 yeah. client. Still, loads of people were playing it on Warcraft 3, which is crazy to think, yeah. Yeah, like, people are still playing Warcraft 3, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. um, Fantastic. They realised that if they did it, they would get a thousand, no, a million, two million new subs to Steam. So literally, well, not subs, but members. So basically, it's almost like they literally invest all this money to make this simply because they knew they'd get two million yeah. new users on Steam and they might be able to sell them more games in the future. And I think that just says so much about the way that the thing is evolving, of giving people a free game just so they'll come into your game shop. Mm. Yeah. As, I kind of wish that's what uh, you mentioned before, but Project Spark, I wish there was a bit more of that about Project Spark because they've already started talking about you have to purchase certain uh, elements of it. Um, I wish they used that as an example of, you want, hey, come buy the Xbox One, and this is something you can start playing around with immediately. It's not what they're going to do. It's a thing, and it Project nice. Spark has the potential to actually capture some of that Steam magic, I think, especially yeah. if they can do it. Like, you know the way the Steam Workshop works? You might be familiar with it, you're not familiar with this, probably. Steam Workshop, yeah. I know, of its basic form. Yeah. It's basic. What about it? It's advanced. I don't know about form. evolved form. <laughs> Riot, you go. It's evolving. Just the way that people can create stuff and then they get a cut. Yeah. So yeah. they sell it. Steam gets a little cut, but then they get most of the so money. Team Fortress Two hats as well have done really well. Well, I there are people who bought people. houses off the back of selling what? a hat on Team Fortress. Oh, I don't, I don't we're in the wrong business. So. No, we're in the wrong business. You've I don't understand yeah. anything. Uh, no, I don't. Everything is everything is crazy. It's a hat. But no, if they did something like that, imagine if in Project Spark it allowed you to make your own little mini games or mini RPGs and then sell it. Imagine if you could go, mm. here is, I've made a full RPG mm. within this and you can sell it through Project Spark for a fiver and Microsoft take 50p or whatever. If they actually did something like that and actually made it a free-to-play but made it actually a self-publishing game platform thing, that could be awesome. Yeah. But they probably won't. They won't they're incredibly won't. backwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talking anyway, of that, talking talk of that, that, yeah, news cannon. Fire it up. <laughs> Big talking point today is the uh, the wait, changes, wait, the price change. Wait, we can't go on to news yet. Why, Why not? We haven't chatted about Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, oh God! God. Yeah. Here we go. Don't <laughs> act like that. The biggest game of the year, boy. Can we not do that at the end? Uh, do whatever you want. I thought we had it in sections. Well, you want to break the sections rules? Fine by me. But don't come trying. When all the audience go, I can't handle this. The sections are nuts. Does that make any sense anymore? Simon, sit down. It's okay, man. Please, please, put the gun down. Put Dave down. Just put him down. Crazy. No, no. All right, let's not explode heads. Oh, we will explode heads. No. Dave, Yeah, he's right. There is logic yeah. and order in this world. All right. And it was I'm inappropriate. Sorry. Chaotic. To put me in my place. You whipped oh, no, out your... Oh, God. God. You, whipped out, leave. you whipped out your news cannon without... <laughs> I'm off. I, I, think, I think you kind of... You provoked him though, there, Matt. You're partly to blame. I'm sorry, Brad, but you, you, he pulled out his news was... cannon without asking for permission. <laughs> I was it was joking, inappropriate. I was joking around. I didn't <laughs> mean to started, cause a fuss. Well, he didn't know he was going to do that. He just got his news cannon out and started firing it. And we're like, so, whoa. Whoa, that's, that's a big news cannon. Yeah, I mean, I was... I was Impressed, but oh. hey, Dave, how's it going, man? I'm oh, sorry about that. Come back in. <laughs> sorry, right. what are we doing? So anyway, we're are we booming with the cannon, or we we're going to GTA Five it briefly. <laughs> <laughs> right, can I, I apologise? I was only joking around. I didn't mean to cause a fuss. <laughs> just, just put him down. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's good. GTA Five looks a bit good, doesn't it? Oh, no, you're right. We shouldn't have forgotten about it. The problem is, right, and we were talking about this earlier. Is I think when some people go, oh, GTA Five, and I do that a bit. It's because, right, it's not that it's not great. It's going to be absolutely awesome. It's just the fact that really 
there's not much to talk about because no. because we know what it's going to be. I it's know, gonna be but I think GTA. some people may have downloaded this podcast to hear what we think about the trailer. Well, That's I just think, my thinking. That's are you trying to say that our process. reaction video didn't cover every single aspect of of the GTA yes. 5 trailer? I mean, that <laughs> Dogs, was just... Dogs, jets, yes. Yep. Online, just money, high-pitched squeals. Stock, stock markets. Go on, what do you think then? I think it looks amazing. Me too. News cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought, I just, I did much more, and I've seen it running as well. And yeah. uh, you kind of realise that, you know, given the size of the world and how much yeah. they've still got left to show, there's so much there we don't know. So much there I to find just, out. I'm so excited by it, but it's almost like, um, in the same way that with some games, I really want to lap up all the information I can. I actually kind of like the surprises. And I like that, in some regards, Rockstar do keep it all in their trousers right to the last minute and they yeah, don't tell you what's happening yeah. um, which I like but I mean some of the teas like the fact that you're going to have like the whole internet thing within the world but the thing is it's all stuff I knew because it's like if they stepped back in any degree uh, from GTA 4 people wouldn't accept that this is the thing, I'm, I'm surprised that they actually put a video out because there's nothing it doesn't teach you anything yeah, new about seeing all the three characters interact is always cool and I like see, the bit yeah. when they smash the but bit we, you but know, we one... knew that's how it worked anyway if you've been following GTA 5 which True. I imagine we, everyone we haven't has. seen the actual like when they zoom out with the kind of Google Maps thing and no, they've, they've always spoken yeah, about it. We know that's going to happen, but it's it's very cool to see. In, I, I, in a way, I the problem I have with it is because they said all oh, gameplay. There was it doesn't it's actually about, yeah. it doesn't actually um, take any of my fears and remove them. Actually, like I do have slight worries, like this whole plan your own heist thing. That sounds like a new thing for them, right? They've always done very scripted stuff, and because of that. I wonder how good that's going to be. And actually, if it does end up being something that's almost like a Duplo style, this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit, that starts to get quickly repetitive, that actually might break the world for me a little bit, make it feel less immersive. So I've got concerns about that. And actually, the fact they had that incredibly well-scripted section with the sniper and swapping between, that actually even makes me just worry even more. I'm going, okay, well, my thoughts about this actually maybe not being... I don't know. Maybe it's going to be amazing. But the problem is, because it wasn't really a gameplay trailer, it yeah, was like, it was they occasionally little. just whapped a HUD in the corner and went, yeah, this, this bit's gameplay. For like, there was probably about six seconds of gameplay in the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be amazing. But as you say, there's no information there. We knew about dogs. We knew about jets. We knew about parachutes. Mm. And weirdly, like, once you've... I see what you mean, but I, w- I don't want them to tell me too much at the same time. No, I don't want I, them to. I, I like the fact that I could just see that mission where the guy, you know, one's in a helicopter, the other one abseils down, smashes through the window, and the third guy does the sniping. I just that's cool. Got I think, excited. Like, the, the video reminded me of what they did for Red Dead Redemption and Max Payne. They put those kind of uh, almost introductory videos yeah, like out explaining stuff, the yeah. mechanics, explaining how it's it works. It's weird, isn't it? It's like, for those games, that works, because people don't know what Red Dead Redemption is. People... I've probably forgotten what Max Payne is. The rock star audience have probably forgotten Max Payne. GTA, though, everyone knows everything. I think they're just cool videos, though. I quite like how they done. They are cool, but it didn't get me any more excited for the game. Whereas the old trailers did. That's it, I think. I think the thing is, and it's not having a go at the game in any degree, I think the reason I find all all of the repeated hype and uh, trawling over trailers and digging out details and looking for stuff about the yeah. game really tedious is because I'm already, yeah, I'm already as there. excited as I can be. I'm not sure I need any more foreplay. And actually, I don't want any more because it might tease me too much and I might have the Assassin's Creed 3 effect if suddenly it comes out and I just go, I don't care. That's the thing. Um, so in a way, usually when it comes out too soon, people do care. Sometimes it causes arguments, breaks up things. It's true. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm at, I'm at peak. But that's good. But it you don't have to watch the trailers. You can ignore the trailers. No, no, no. Well, 
you know, professionally can't. But uh, <laughs> but no, I, I not. I, I, it's really hard to explain. I think yeah. I think it's really hard to explain why it's not apathy because my god, that game's going to come mm. out. I think the I thing is, most anticipated. They literally, those trailers are nice, but they're just a reminder. It's just like, yep, jets, big mountains. I guess they can't do much else now, though. I mean, they have to no, they they have to continue with their plan. But I mean, unless they want to spoil something huge, which they don't usually, then I guess it is it's just because, more of... It's because the thing is, they can't show you what makes that game amazing. Actually, as a format, if you literally boil down to it and go, what is this? Or you go, well, it's a game where you can drive around a real city and um, do some missions, shoot some people. That sounds really boring. I think yeah. um, thematically, GTA is really boring. And that's only because it's been done by so many games now. And actually, what will make that game incredible, you can't really show. It's the little moments. Yeah, it's, it's the, the radio, execution as well, it's the, then. Yeah. It's the feel, it's the ambience. They do it better than everyone else as well. And, uh, that's the thing. You know, they always show you like the cutscenes from the, the plot and stuff, and they show you two gangster dudes going, blah, 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 at each other. And it's like, those bits are cool, but it's not what makes the game awesome. That's when it, Phil Collins comes on the radio when you're in a helicopter. <laughs> that's the thing. I think if they had shown exactly the same as what they showed yesterday, but in a longer 20-minute video that kind of gives you time to take it all in and shows those little moments in between those big highlights, I think that would have been too much. But, but I would have been able to appreciate it a lot more for what it is. In that video, it kind of felt like, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, and we're explaining it. And even though you take it all in, you don't really appreciate how it all fits in. I think what it is, overall... is what makes GTA awesome and better everything else is the details, is the tiny, exactly, tiny exactly. details. And really what that trailer was all about and all the stuff they've shown so far has been scope. It's been going, look at this fucking mountain. Yeah. And that's cool. But the problem is that, again, just raises concerns. I'm like, yeah, but is this running on current gen? How well is it going to run? PlayStation is it gonna, 3 the end Is it going to be choppy? I don't know. Like, I just wonder, is that real time? Has that been I also bit? think you know. there has to be a little bit of, this Nessus wasn't necessarily for us. No, this was sure, just, uh, you sure. know, your GTA boys who are already, just, you know, salivating what, what, what in the mouth. What do you mean it wasn't that, for us? Well, like, if you're a GTA boy and you like, you, all you want to do this year is play GTA, that would have just sent you over the edge. That would have just sent you... And I know they're already involved, but it's something to get them even more oh, you're excited. Right. You're right, you're right. And I think, you know... I think they know that, and that's why they have that almost ridiculous voiceover of going, GTA Five will be a video game that yeah. you can play <laughs> on your entertainment system. Exactly, yeah. I just think, you know, that will have, you know... I mean, those people are already buying it, but now they're like, you know... I honestly, they're touching I, their penises and other. You're completely right. You're completely genital right. areas. But I think that's the nuts. thing is is because I regret saying that. I'm sorry. I take that back. That's horrible. It's fine. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with touching <laughs> genitals. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's the going the most exciting just... moment from that trailer was at the very end, the tiny little glimpse of the multiplayer. Yeah. Like, there's someone standing in a building, looking down, seeing all the the guys driving cars underneath, and a jet flies past. I really yeah. hope they don't naff that up. Oh, because God, honestly, could be so I worry... I don't yeah, want it to go on. My worry about Rockstar is that their egos have become so big that I want, I worry that they won't have addressed the problems with GTA 4 enough. That's my biggest worry, is that they'll just go, GTA 4 is fucking awesome, what are you talking about? And the multiplayer was so close to being the best multiplayer mm-hmm. game I'd ever played. Yep. And yet... It felt like they just hadn't done I mean, it properly. I don't want to play it. It felt all. like they hadn't put any love or tear to it. They'd just gone, oh, it kind of works, done. And if they literally just, stuff like Cops and Robbers, if they'd just given that slightly more form, mm-hmm. slightly more yeah. thought into it, it could have been the best thing ever. When as it was, it felt like a sandbox that was incredible, but you had to make your own entertainment in it. And you know what? All you need to do is just guide people slightly and mm-hmm. give them things to do. And that could have been a game I just play constantly. I think maybe they years. have the fact that they're differentiated between the two. It's not GTA Five multiplayer; it's Grand Theft Auto Online. I, I think, and I wonder how that's going to form yeah, going true. forward. Are they going to split that off into its own? I, as with next gen, is it going to be a, a downloadable thing that is just hmm, completely maybe. side uh, to I it? Don't, I don't want thing. it to be one big persistent online offline world, though. I don't want it no, that. I no, want, you got I want my offline they, world to be me having fun. Yeah, I don't think I'm they, not. They I'm bored into this yet. I just want to enjoy my single no, no, player I agree. experience. I agree. I don't like it. It's yeah. the same thing. 
thing with all these things, the same thing with MMOs, is it's just like they're cool in some ways when you're doing a, a joint dungeon. If raid. I decide to do it, that's fine. But if I want a Sunday afternoon, just want to chill out, go muck around in my GTA world. I don't want... That's the thing about Watch it's Dogs. It's like people though, want like, um, Skyrim. I like it. I don't like well, it looks cool in Watch Dogs, but... I don't want it, though. It's going to get annoying the yeah. third or fourth time someone probably jumps into my game and tries to kill me. Exactly. But, yeah. Well, you say that, but that happens in Dark Souls and it never stops getting old. I guess you could opt out. But, um, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's, it was awesome, and I think, yeah, for the people it's trying to reach, really, who are much wider than us, you've got to bear in mind it's one of those games that isn't just about hardcore mm-hmm. gamers by any margin. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it could have honestly just been one of the House Brothers, just like GTA Five gameplay trailer. It could have just been him in front of a camera on a webcam just going... GA5 has got fucking dogs and jets in it. It's out on this day. Jets. See you later, bitches. And I'd just be like, yeah, I still want that game. <laughs> All right. the, the outcome of how my yeah, kind of like on a graph of how excited I am would be exactly the same yeah, as what yeah. happened yesterday. Yeah, I think you mean. It's, it's more like all they're doing is just go, they're just keeping it stable. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fucking Just ace. in case anyone's forgotten about also, GTA 5. Don't forget, <laughs> in their original plan, GTA's out yeah. now. Yeah. So that trailer's actually something extra they would have had to have made. So, well, you know, there's that to think about. No, I mean, well, maybe not. Maybe they released it earlier. But right now, in the original plan, GTA was out. But I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing for me. It's like, I probably should be playing this. Now, it feels like I should be playing it by now. And it just feels like... Really? No, yeah, like for whatever reason, obviously, they've had to delay it. But I just feel like it's taking that little bit too long now where it's like, all right. Like what Chris said, I'm done with the four players. Just, just give it to me now. Like, just give it to me, baby. Wasn't quite what I said. I think it's the heat and the sunshine, but yeah. this has been the most sexually charged podcast <laughs> that I've ever recorded on. Let, and on that note, Rick. let's launch the news cannon. Yeah. Oh, can I go <laughs> launch the news cannon? Can I boom on my folders your way? Big talking point. We're talking about free to play. Apparently, Xbox Live isn't that free anymore. It's less free than it used to be because the prices are even more. Than before. Well, we so all moaned. We all said we didn't want Microsoft points. You say that, but I happened. was more than happy with this. When I, I, it's the raw we. I like them saying, I like the Microsoft points. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go again. Like it was silly money. Silly money. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't I, do that. Can. Silly money. Do it again, Matt. <laughs> silly money. Silly money. <laughs> <laughs> the Microsoft points I always had. I'm waving the, my arms in the air while I do that. The opposite effect. It was so of What Microsoft wanted, but it's dead. They're done with it. Yeah, but it's my, a nasty surprise. What's the nasty surprise? The nasty there? surprise is that once you convert all your points and, and the, the, the price conversion, basically, is that the real money. Currency charges are more expensive. And that's what I mean. Why we should the just points be happy used to be. So a game. How, what's the difference, though? So a game. Well, I've got the numbers written down. Let me just grab them. This is quite. <laughs> this is quite substantial. It starts off light, but then it gets harder. Yes. So when a game before was four hundred points, which was the equivalent of three pound forty. Okay. Now the game costs four pound forty nine. That's a so jump. It's, it's a th- pretty much thirty three percent increase. And. I, Wow. Uh, and it, it, it's the <laughs> same for the rest night. of it. 800 wow. points, which was £6.80, it's is now eight ninety nine. That's a massive yeah. jump. 1,200 points, which was £10.40, is now eleven ninety nine. Bit of a lesser jump, what, but... Have they justified this? What, what's nope. the... Sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred points, which is reserved for your games like State of Decay, sixteen hundred, Minecraft, and all that. Might be twelve hundred. No, it's sixteen hundred. Was thirteen pound sixty in real money. Okay. Is now fourteen ninety nine. So they've rounded it all up, basically. But the problem is, but, they take any points you currently have in the system, and then they've changed them to real a real money balance. But it means you actually, you're if you had loads of points on the system, you've, lost cash. you've actually lost money now. So essentially, if you're in the beta you're being charged more than everyone else is. Based so, on reports. Basically, not, none of us are in the if beta. If you've got points on your account... Don't enter the beta. <laughs> don't enter the beta or spend them Why? at some point soon. I just... 
it's just just yet another absolute failure on the PR front but doesn't it match the PS matches the PS3 store that's what I think well sort of but then the problem is they are changing economy it's literally like just changing what money is worth I agree but this is why we should have just stuck with Microsoft points we should have just never said anything and stuck with Microsoft points no that's not it's not our fault. I think they should have waited for Xbox One. Of course, they they're always going to do this. Do you think someone said, "Oh, if we go to mine and go, we, we'll charge more"? Someone went, "Yes." The thing is, is what that's we what they do. That's we what were companies talking. do. Well, I don't agree with that, Simon. Entirely. I think the thing that they're missing out on here is the fact that when you're spending silly money, it's like spending monopoly money. And actually, now with this new system, I used to spend 400 points on Microsoft on Xbox Live without even you don't, blinking. Yeah, you don't always think about how much you're spending. 400 you points was the point at which I just much. go, "Yep." I don't even think yeah, exactly because it's this Disneyland. Was now four pound fifty. I'll think about that. Yeah, and I think actually, it's like the App Store, isn't it? Yeah. Same thing. Like you, you know, sixty nine p or whatever for seventy nine p, whatever it is now for a song. I know sometimes people go, "Well, do I want it that much?" It's eighty pence. But yeah. if it was like yeah, five Apple Magic Rupees or something, Precisely. I think you'd probably a, do it. If there's a general price hike, then yeah, it's negative. People won't like it. But the fact that you could have bought your points, you could have bought your twelve hundred points and gone. I'm going to buy those Call of Duty maps. I'm going to download the beta first, though. Get myself all updated. By the time you're converted back, you then can't afford that map because it's now yeah, it's more bad. expensive than what you've paid your points for. But the other, the other... So that's the problem here, isn't it? And the fact that there's two, there's now essentially two uh, different types of people buying the same content but at different prices. Yeah. And I know it depends on territory. One thing I will but... say, though, is I'm hoping, the only thing I do hope from this is the fact that they've almost entirely stopped using the 400 and 800 points marks for games yeah. recently. So I'm hoping there's going to be more variation. That this hike will mean that they'll actually start using... Well, what we scale. discovered this it, morning is that the Grid 2 DLC that's out today is 480 points, which is an odd number. Uh, You'd okay. kind of expect something like to be 400 points. But it points must have and... something to do with the PS3, 3 system because you can't have Call of Duty maps there costing less or more than they cost I don't on think Xbox. it's that even that complicated. But there has to be something in there, because otherwise people will be like, well, I won't buy it on... PS3, I'll go buy an Xbox nah. because it'd be cheaper. I reckon this is just a simple case of the fact that um, that with Xbox One, they are squarely going at the living room market of everyone, the Apple market. Doesn't need to raise the prices. No, though. but I don't think it's that. I think it's more that they just that's why they're changing the price the price system entirely. It's just because they want to they want to have. I think I think most kind of everyday consumers are scared off by this funny money. Um, which means no, they no, won't get involved in first I place. get that, but I think the reason that they haven't just gone, well, you know, now 800 points is exactly what the conversion thing is, is because then you would have different, you'd have the same DLC that is multi-platform and it'd be cheaper on Xbox. But and that's on PS3. not the problem. It's just the problem that they're not converting your money up. I wouldn't mind if they were making things more expensive as long as they went, all right, yeah. well, the amount of points you've got We'll make, we'll, if, if they were basically oh, giving so you a couple I'm, of I'm quid. arguing something different to everything else yeah no because I, I get what you mean. Now, yeah. I don't have a problem with the price scales changing I think five pounds uh, about nine quid eleven quid fifteen quid that's right, not sorry, a we're having scale. different conversations I'm with you now let's see where we're at that's cool can you put me down <laughs> <laughs> no that is bad they should give you whatever you paid to you know it's like you wouldn't, you wouldn't take a shirt back to H&M and then go well we're going to give you three quid less so well no it's what I paid for the shirt it's not change our currency. Prices, you can't, though, you can't so. have this exchange it's not, that's what I mean that's so what I'm, not, I'm agreeing nonsense. with you it's, it's strange no I know I was, I was <laughs> alright you gave you. me a was... look like you piece of shit Mel I hate you I'm going to kill <laughs> you where you stand I'm just trying to work out okay, what we've got written down so a 4200 Microsoft point card as it stands at the moment costs £33 okay that is then converted to £35.70 on the new right. update but 1,600 times 3 is 42. That's the same as what you've paid for 33. Okay. But if you were to buy that now, it costs you £45. So it's essentially a jump from 33 to 45. 
so which is a big jump. Yeah, that's so, how much money do you get? So essentially, you're getting, out of pocket? you're getting two games now for what you'd have Hang got on, three. I, I've got four. Com- I've got confused here. Right, let's let's break this down to brass taxes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, if I bought a twelve hundred Microsoft Point card, mm-hmm. that has cost me how much money? You can't buy twelve hundred Microsoft Point okay, cards. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> All right, pedant. What you, can, you can buy twelve hundred Microsoft points on the marketplace right, okay. for ten pounds forty. How much today. money do I? How does, do I get back now once they convert my points? I don't have that figure. <laughs> but actually, the thing is, going forward, do I get less or more? You get more based. What the only figure I've got here where it's converted from points to currency is forty two hundred. Forty two hundred points card is thirty three pounds. So I paid thirty three pounds of my world money, Ryan. That's then converted. To thirty-five pounds, which is 70. nowhere near the same difference that the games themselves are changing. So you're by. You're, convert, you're getting more money, but because the games cost yeah, more themselves, yeah, it's it, nonsense. You're getting done essentially. It's a weirdly badly handled. It's not thing. even nonsense. It's just whole gibberish entirely. This, this is just. The, the this max, is why the digital the thing world is, sucks. The, the thing is, when they when they abandon their their beautiful heritage and go to the Xbox One, um, these new scales of price points will probably actually be quite effective in terms of the Steam way of selling, getting their prices right yeah, and having yeah, just yeah. clean points. I was going to ask, will games? Do you think they'll have, be, have more flexibility in what price you can pick? Do you think games? Yeah, I can... assume so. Yeah, I assume that's why they're going to the price point thing because it means then they can charge whatever they want without yeah. having to get stuck to these stupid points. Well, I get that, but it, it means for the next like six months, it's balked. Like the yeah. whole state yeah, of decay. No, right? I was going to buy state of decay. But now looking at it like this, it's like they it was already sixteen hundred points was a bit much. But now if they're changing that to fifteen quid, it's like honestly, I'm not paying fifteen yeah. quid for that game. Yeah, they should have <laughs> just said, "Look, Xbox One, we will not use Microsoft yeah, uh, points anymore." But at the same time, you have to spend all your Microsoft points before November. Or whatever. No, no, honestly, because now this doesn't make any sense. Because this actually, if you take it, doesn't make any kind of sense. I've because got about a million Microsoft points. What I mean is, you're getting more money than you actually paid. So everyone can go, well, we gave you more money actually paid. Yes. But then there's a hike up in prices, so it means the currency change isn't right. It's just gibberish. The whole thing doesn't make any if sense. It balanced out, and I was given more for my Microsoft yeah, points, the, Microsoft, and that was reflected Microsoft, in the price of the game. Yeah, That's Microsoft fine. aren't going to give you excess more money than you pay, because they'll go, well, no, we've already given you no, a bit. Of course. That's why it's gibberish. They've just gone, you have to use all your Microsoft points by the end of the year, and then we're going into... But they've never said, we're abandoning Microsoft points. By the way, everything's going to be more expensive in the future. That's what I mean. That's why the whole thing is just a. Yeah, makes no sense. I think we're on the same wavelength. Everything yeah, we I are. Think we're, we think we're arguing against each other when no, we're actually. We all agree. Well, that's the whole point. No, we're you're right. No, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but that's, the whole point is why are we getting confused? Because the whole thing makes absolutely no sense. And that's no why sense. Microsoft Points should weird. never have started because well, no one well, knows what they were. That's an argument, a different argument entirely. I agree we with that. We need to but... go back in time using Einstein's machine. We should but, probably point out and we can take care of our history while we're there. It is still in beta. What we're talking about is based on what other people have said. And it might change from the final thing. But if it, let's say, Hypothetically, that is correct. That is absolutely so bonkers. I don't actually think there's a way to argue it properly because it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. Confusing compl- me with numbers. It's completely nonsensical. Mm. Anyway, I hate numbers, so no. we're leaving the number realm. Yeah. Okay. Getting on my magic carpet, and we're <laughs> going to go to the realm of questions, please. <laughs> oh God, I've, I've trapped my questions. That's incredible sound effects, Dave. <laughs> I think that was the sound right. effect of. <laughs> it was my magic carpet, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a bit of a weird, it's a bit of a wonky magic carpet, but it does the job. Okay, last week you asked for um, some more quickfire questions, so I'll, I'll try and I'll try and go with that approach. Uh, we got from the forums, Duckman, the the man, the legend, <laughs> the hero of our hearts. <laughs> Duckman asks, best open world game that isn't by Rockstar. Oblivion. Morrowind. I wanted Skyrim. Controversial. 
Fallout 3. Fallout 2. So Bethesda boys then. Open world. Oh no, actually Batman Arkham Black City. Black Isle, man. Black Isle. Arkham City. World. I love Arkham City. Yeah. It's Batman in it. Uh, I actually have got a love for Crackdown as well. I think it's a, it's a bit of perfection. Morrowind Lovely. just is wonderful. Okay, this is for Simon. Another RPG question. After moaning about The Witcher 2 in a recent questioning, podcast. Questioning. After moaning, <laughs> sir. He's written moaning, Have so. you stuck with it? <laughs> uh, because Hootles from the forums said he started playing it Hootles. after we discussed it and is probably enjoying it. So Simon. No. Oh. I haven't, but I will. I will go back into it at some point. It's just you found I, you found it a tough game to start. Yeah, with. I just it, it 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 you know it turned me off. So I'm gonna have to wait until it turns me back on. Wait till the sex scenes, man. Whoop! It yeah. shows you everything. <laughs> I, I remember before the enhanced edition that the start to that game was just dreadful. It's yeah. a brilliant game, but it was so intimidating will, when you first. I will away. go back to it, but probably not for a few weeks at least. Uh, Super Hands asks, where do you guys stand on keyboard and mouse versus controller? Controller. Controller. Depends on the game. Well, yeah, the keyboard and mouse is always going to be better for shooters. Yeah. You've got much more No, but I'd always rather play a shooter on a console. Just with, because what's brought yeah, you, up on. You get more so. precision with a mouse and keyboard, mm. but I prefer playing on a pad now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm agreeing. I used right to play, now. but there's still obviously real-time strategy games and stuff like Dota. Yeah, never. Yeah, yeah try and play Dota 2 with uh, Xbox pad. Good luck with that. Uh, and the one for Simon, who would win it? Well, actually, this is for us about Simon. Who would win in a fight, Simon Miller, with both hands tied behind his back, or the rest of the office? And I'm going to Simon. combine both offices here. Um, Simon. So, I think the rest so of the office. About, about well, you know, obviously people. the rest of the office. If he, had, like... if he had his hands tied behind his back. Well, either yeah. way, you can't fight ten people. Yeah, can't ten fight one. Well, what, would you, what would your strategy be if you had your... Headbutt. Just, God, that looks Headbutt think, and knee and groin. I think he'd kill a couple of us. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'd probably kind of keep my distance until he was Skirt tired. On the edges. Let him wear himself out and then yeah. go for the killer blow. When I was younger and uh, used to fight with my brother, I used to charge him. I used to put my head down and charge. That's why my nickname as a kid was Rhino. So I'd probably do that quite a lot now. pretty badass, man. That's a good nickname. Um, This is is from the the realm of the Twitters. Uh, Favourite comic book character? Batman. You're not allowed to say Batman. Does it say that? uh, Yeah, it's got like a little star at the end. Not allowed to say Batman. Superman then, I guess. Oh, Superman's boring. Superman's well boring. Rob's, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I didn't realise I was you. I'm sorry, I think Superman is boring. I didn't realise that until this very second. But... <laughs> well, I'm going to edit this podcast, so that's the only bit that, you, that people hear. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog from Sonic the Comic. Sonic the Comic! I used there to love that. Um, what was wrong with us? That was amazing. I know, it was brilliant. I, I'm going to go Wolverine because I'm boring. I'm going to say Iron Man. I just like his fucking cockiness. good. What, you got a problem with Iron Man? Just make noises. I'm just saying they're not more exciting than oh, Superman. I like Superman. Oh, yes they are. Yes, they, we know they, Iron they Man. They have personalities for a Superman start. is the most boring character in the world. Superman was real, you'd all love him. He'd save you. He'd save you so much. I'd love him in the same way that I love microwave ovens. Like, they're really useful. Like, I'd like to think you'd, you'd, you'd love him more than a microwave oven. Probably be that same, to be honest. I think his daily effect on my life would be as as the same unless you save my life in which case I'd love him slightly more okay. that was from Tom Hardy so thanks for that um, Tom Hardy <laughs> wow Tom Bane cheers Bane <laughs> yeah that's what he was saying that's why he said not Batman he's like no I'm not talking about him he's trying to find out he's gonna kill our favourite superheroes no Bane don't break Superman's back actually go for it actually yeah that'd be fine um this is from Kenny Lim. How long will we have to wait until your Animal Crossing series becomes a full-length movie? I'd argue... Well, they're already they a bit long, really. Small. So, I mean, if anything, we burn. should shorten them down. I mean, obviously, I've been doing my weekly Animal Crossing diaries, and they are. Yeah. I mean, uh, apologies. I mean, most people don't have time to watch them. But if you do have an afternoon free, we've made four of them. Yeah. Sit down, have a cup of tea. Well, a couple of afternoons. I don't really. think they need to be a movie. I think they're, they're long enough already. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, fair enough. Uh, Geordie Wouters, 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 um, asks... 
maybe some thoughts about Cube World. Well, we're going to do that later okay. in the week. We're trying to bloody buy it, yeah. but I can't, I can't create you an can't account. Buy it because the, they've been oh. they've been dosed apparently. Dosed, yeah, by by bad people. We're going to play it. You can bet your ass. We're going to play that Damn game. Straight. I often do bet my ass. <laughs> it's still connected to my body, so I never lose. <laughs> <laughs> I, we need to wrap this up. Oh god! I okay. don't know what's happening. He's gone full on Kurtz. <laughs> uh, uh, one more question from Ben Kenny: If each of you could only play one game for the rest of your life, you can't have breaks. It was very thoughtful. Which <laughs> nice. would you, you choose? I imagine you're going to say Dota Two, aren't you? Yeah, that'd yeah. be fine. Uh, I don't. I actually don't know. I probably should have thought about this, considering I've got. But the I questions. don't know because a lot of games end. Yeah, so, so you need something competitive. That can you can I say playing. GTA Five? Or is that cheating a little bit? Uh, I think you'd eventually get bored of GTA 5. That's cheating. It might be rubbish. It won't no, be rubbish. I'll take that risk. It'd have to be some Imagine that. Some condemned Dance Night. <laughs> Still playing it now. Six months on, I guess. Dance Central. Yeah, it's true. It's not bad. Yeah, you'd be, if you played that <laughs> for infinity, you'd, you'd be fit as fuck. Ah, yeah, yeah. Or dead. Usher. You'd be, you'd be ripped like Jesus. Uh, what does that even make sense yeah. was Jesus ripped yeah, you'd man. imagine he is you've seen the stained glass windows that guy was ripped wow and yeah. very white which is weird yeah um, anyway and that pretty much wraps it up for the questions nice quick fire oh, quick fire and uh, now it's time for a quick fire competition yes there we are nice nice I'm gonna fire through this like a bat out of hell because I really need a piss and, uh, <laughs> so the competition member of the month competition obviously member of the month there are three ways you can be member of the month that we have three games from shop two so, yeah, really it's members of the month members of the month oh that sounds even saucier uh, but basically you can either be member of the month by being brilliant on the forums and people voting for you also if you vote for somebody in member of the month you are in with the chance Which of winning a game just, and it's just ludicrous because yeah. you can win a game for basically doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. uh, and thirdly we have a prize for people who are just generally awesome in our specific competition podcast competition last month we had a brilliant scrolls competition in which people made kind of uh, magic the gathering style yeah. cards They're fantastic entries well worth having a look up the, the more forum. i think about it the uh, the picture of you for that scrolls competition looks like the picture i made for the mount your friends it does, video actually. it's very very similar it's I had some kind of no, that's yeah, true that's sex. depressing that is did you just win a game brothers is that what happened there Pretty it's much come out that you've cheated. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Cheating <laughs> bastards. Um, but yes, this time in theme with uh, GTA Five and also, of course, Call of Duty Ghosts, we are doing Pimp My Dog. Yeah. So basically, we want to see if you had infinite money and you could pimp out a dog for um, the crafts of the future, in which uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, basically, just uh, obviously in GTA Five, you can customize your car in a thousand ways. Apparently, that's yep. a new story this morning. Um, so ways. get a dog. Pimp it out. Not like that. Doesn't have to be um, the dog from GTA. Just get, get, just get a dog. picture of a dog. It can be Photoshop. It, it can be, be your codes. dog. It could be your dog. Oh my God. If, okay, well, that, I'm, I'm going to definitely be looking out for someone. It could be like can... Buckaroo where you just get a picture of a dog and just put as many objects onto it as you possibly oh, can. God, I don't want to hear any idea. stories about someone starting some weird dog prostitute business. Nothing sexy. Yeah. No pimping the dog. No pimping the dog. We want absolutely nothing sexy about dogs because that is actually one of the strange places where I actually draw the line and I don't draw the line under many things <laughs> draw a line under that very hard and very quickly so uh, yeah basically we want to see um, your augmented dogs maybe it's a cyber dog maybe it's a dog with wheels mm-hmm. maybe it's a dog with a backpack that's a jetpack I don't know dog with a chain Use your imagination dog with that's not very original a, a, a dog, gold um, chain a do- oh, gold rude chain dog. Yeah. you're rude not going to win this come competition come on dog dog so yeah <laughs> go onto the forums uh, show us your I'll photoshop make, or hand drawn skills 
and make a post and you might win a game. That's it for this week because if I don't go to a toilet very soon, I am going to explode oh, into a... as well. It's so looking... hot in here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and honestly, a fountain of, of hot piss is not going to help that situation. Uh, it looks like oh, you're in oh, trouble. God. What a disgusting Thank you. way to end the podcast, Matthew. <laughs> I know, right? I know. That's what I'm good for. Thank you very much for listening. As ever, if you haven't already subscribed on iTunes and given us a review, then you maybe need to think about your life to a more substantial degree, <laughs> young man. Get to your room. My name's Matt Lees. I've been joined by Simon. Adios. As ever. Chris. Hello. As ever. Nope, bye. And Dave. Good, one. Good. Dave. Bye. Dave. God damn it, I messed my outro. Bye.